Oké. Okay. Hello world. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Livestock's podcast. Yeah. With Mark West mm-hmm. and Cedric Dewan. Strengthening our strengths and educating our weaknesses. And this week, we have a special guest. Mm-hmm. Ma'am, mm-hmm. would you like to introduce yourself? Of course. Okay. My name is Jasmine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jasmine what? Woodson. Jasmine Woodson. The girl. And she's here to, uh, what, be an ambassador, uh, community organizer. Mm-hmm. Uplifter to the youth. Oh, I like that. Okay. I'll put that on a business card. Okay, from Hip Hop Hope, and you just founded a company, right? You just started a new company. What's the name of it? It's called Diva Demeanor. Okay. Diva Demeanor. We're going to have to get into the meaning of the the Diva Demeanor. (laughs) We're going to see what that's about. And we're going to have some hip hop in it and just life in general. You know, it's going to be a great discussion. Um, how was your day? My day was good. Okay, it was a good day. Was it a long day, short day? Actually, it was a short day. I went in late today because we had mm. Hip Hop Hope last night. Mm. How was that? It was how amazing. was Hip Hop Hope last night? It was amazing. It was a whole okay. lot of people out. We have like more and more people each week. Okay, where was where was this last night? Where did this take place? I work at Yale Village Apartments. Yale it's, Village? Uh-huh. It's a low-income apartment complex. What side of town? Yeah. Studiewood. Stu- okay. Wait, wait, Studiewood, like, like Northside? Mm-hmm. Northside, okay. You ain't going to shout them out? You just going to say that's where you work? You ain't going to... That's where I work. Okay, <laughs> Studiewood, Yale Village, yeah, Yale apartments. apartments. Who was performing? Who was who was getting these kids into a nice, you know, nice feel? Well, first, Trey Nine. Um, Trey Nine, he's the guy that founded Hip Hop Hope. He Shout out to Trey Nine, the up. founder. We might have to talk to him. You might have to, <laughs> you know, make this merge or something. Yeah. Shout out to Trey Nine, the founder of Hip Hop Hope. And, and who else? Was it just him? No, um, Trey Nine, he opened up. And okay. then Cannon, he's actually from Atlanta. Okay. And he came all the way down. He was shooting a video, but he, um, he came to perform at Hip Hop Hope for the kids. He's a <laughs> really big Christian hip hop artist. Now, that's love. That's love when you make that trip. <laughs> right? For real, for real. Yeah. And and um, what do I want to ask? We're going to start this off with Diva Demeanor. You got anything? Oh, we're going to wait to kick it off. Okay. We'll go ahead and... Okay, so explain us what this Diva Demeanor is. What What is this about? So Diva Demeanor, the aim of it is just to um, uplift and to empower women that's in the hip-hop culture to be more than just a pretty face, more than just like a video vixen, more than just eye candy, um, more than just like an accessory to men. And mm. this really just to go out and walk in your purpose in the mm. culture and like just have an impact in the community because I know a lot of women they they're just you know a pretty face they're there mm-hmm. they might go to the shows or whatever but it's like they're really not making an impact in their community but mm-hmm. I know they all have a passion they all have something that they're they truly want to live for and I feel like you know if they had some examples like mm-hmm. some positive so all ones, women have something they truly want everybody wanna... does yeah. everybody's born with that like God didn't create you just for just to be a little <laughs> You're right. People people do have things. They but is it always a substance? Is it always something substantial that yeah. people want to live for? Not that they want to, but mm. I, I mean, that deep down inside of them, I know everybody has something. You can go to you can go to a strip club and you can ask some of those girls, like you know, well, really, I mean, what is I'm, it? I'm know? pretty sure they have yeah. they have real goals and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. But it's some people who just. I mean, they may ha- they might ha- not have life. figured it out yet. Yeah. yeah. 
But I know everybody was born with a purpose. God didn't just create somebody just to. Mm-hmm. Your purpose here. might not to might be <laughs> you know. Well, we'll get past that. But I I I, I know it's some people who just breeze through life, mm-hmm. you know, and they and we all do have a purpose, you mm-hmm. know, in God's eyes. But in the sense of superficial purposes, like mm-hmm. get up, go out, mm-hmm. do something that everybody can see and say, "Oh, you're a hard worker." So, yeah, I, I think that actually, I think the number is larger of people who don't have those sort of goals than mm-hmm. those who do. But yeah, That's we all I'm trying to reach though. Yeah. Well, I mean, some people yeah. find more comfort in not doing, you know, not having thinking out the box type of minds than actually getting out and doing abnormal things, you know. But mm. to each his own. As long as you stand positive, and my main thing I wanted to know is so. Is this a feminist found foundational organization? Is this does it have some sort of fi- some feminist ingredients in it? You know, as far as the the women um, being more so of a uh, not like you said, not an accessory, but a self representative type of thing. You know, I don't know if it would be like feminist, but like for example, um, with hip hop hope, mm-hmm. like when I first started serving with them, I realized I was one of the only girls. That was out there. And I saw all these men just going hard. Mm-hmm. And like they came from the streets and they're out there just reaching other men that's in that same situation. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, where are the girls at? So Diva Demeanor is really like girls standing side by side with the men. Like the men mm-hmm. have their own unique strengths. Women have their own unique strengths. Mm-hmm. And I want the women to mm-hmm. find their unique strength and like work in that. Not like take over mm-hmm. and be like, oh, I don't need a man or nothing like mm-hmm. that. But, you mm-hmm. know, I really want them just to walk in their purpose. And like your purpose is just to be side by side with them. Like mm-hmm. play your role, you mm-hmm. know. And so that's what I really wanted. To okay, well that's, that's that, yeah, that that's definitely nice. Um, so, what what sort of organizations um, would you mind kind of collaborating with? You know, with Diva Demeanor, or are you just on some standalone, or just Diva Demeanor and Hip Hop Hope? Well, um, what I really want to see is, like I said, I want women that have that passion. Because some Mm -hmm. women, they say, you know, I'm really passionate about this certain area. But they don't know of any organizations in their communities that are doing anything about it. And so Mm -hmm. they just sit at home or they just sit in a church or they sit, you know, in college Mm -hmm. or whatever, you know. And so I really do want to collab with any other nonprofits or any organizations or anything that are doing, like making positive impact in their communities. And so um, I can connect them with the girls like, hey. This girl right here, she has a passion for this. And this is what you're doing. She can help you out. You know, or if not, if there's not anyone that's doing that, maybe they can start their own. You know, I want to empower them to be able to start their own thing. Yeah. And so they can use their passions, their talents, and just go out and be themselves, mm-hmm. and make an impact in the community. Okay. You you want to introduce some of your questions? Um, I guess one of them may have been, uh, what do you ultimately want to see the Diva Demeanor brand? Like, is it just going to be inside of nonprofits or are you going to take it outside of there or where's your ultimate vision? Um, what I really see, you know how World Star Hip Hop is like one of the biggest like websites when it comes to hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where everybody goes to. And um, when you see women on there, I know y'all know like the World Star Hip Hop, like that candy. What was it called? Like the candy, eye candy and... World Star Hip Hop honeys. Yeah, the honeys and all that. You know, like when you see women on there, like what you usually see is like a vixen or you see them making like the sexy videos Mm -hmm. or even if you see a female rapper on there, like what is she usually rapping about? What's her image usually? You know, it's usually just like that same thing. When a woman is rapping like something real, they're kind of like pushed to the side a little bit, just like with the men, you Mm -hmm. know, they kind of pushed to the side for a little bit. And so like with Diva Demeanor, I do want it to be like an online platform Mm -hmm. where 
where girls can go on there and they can see videos of women that's like really spitting, you know, and also women that maybe they're not artists, but Mm -hmm. they're just like living their life in this culture and they're being something different, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, I do want like a directory on there where um, women, they can connect with each other. They can say, oh, she's doing like the same kind of thing I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. I want to connect with her. You know, let's really do this. Okay. And so that's kind of what I want. It, it may not be just all nonprofit, mm-hmm. but I just really want just women in the culture just to, to connect. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so it sounds like a feminist organization. You know, you know I got to mess with you. I got to mess with you. I got to mess with you. Because I look at it like this, like, with Hip Hop Hope, does uh-huh. Hip Hop Hope just target little boys? Nah. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. if you're just targeting young women and, you know, mm-hmm. trying to uplift them in their carriage and self-esteem and goals mm-hmm. and just self-actualization, then it becomes more of a feminist uh, concentration. I don't know because, I mean, I work with Mia's Closet, uh-huh. which is another nonprofit, and she targets kids or females specifically, um, K through 12. And then whenever you go break down into the guys, it's called Nico's Locker. So, I mean... That's but, different. But, I mean, even still, like, just working alongside her, a lot of times I'm just working mm-hmm. with, like, little girls and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, I mean, it that's, just depends. Like, it just that's, like feminist, kinda, that's feminist-based, though. You think It's so? not a negative connotation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm just saying just it's... empowering. Aimed, right. Yeah. That's not, it's not negative at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just more so of a concentrated demographic, you mm-hmm. know, is is Correct. more so gender based. Yeah. And mm-hmm. with hip I'm saying cuz with hip hop hope, uh you know we've talked about it, yeah. you know, and it seems to be more of a co-ed approach. Mm-hmm. So that's all I wanted to say is that <laughs> He's like, I'm I, you know, I feel now. like but I mean with that with with something like World Star, okay, it's 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 financially driven, mm-hmm. you know. So at one point it was more uh I'd say viral field where, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, you could be just somebody with talent or have a funny video or excellent fight or just <laughs> some type fight. of, you know, <laughs> or some crackhead <laughs> with bars or something. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you end up on there like, man, I'm a world star. Yeah. But now it's money behind those those mm-hmm. views, you know, mm-hmm. and those vixens, the guy that owns Q, that mm-hmm. owns the site, he actually signs them to contracts and shoves them down our throats. Yeah. You know, so it's when the guy that's running the website is he push what he want to push. So yeah. the rappers who rap in this, he going to put them at the top and they're going to pay for the mm-hmm. top, too, hmm. and put them in the biggest square yeah. video mm-hmm. thing where everybody is viewing that. And I do like that approach of basically creating a concentrated demographic to where the wim- the girls or young ladies, you know, or even mature women who want to see a certain aspect of a female can go right to that mm-hmm. website hmm. and get what they want. I feel like it's been such a void lately. Like It has. It, it has. You know, it's definitely. like nothing there, so I really wanted to create Definitely. It, it definitely has, uh, yeah. has been a void. So, I mean, I think that's clever. What are we doing? Are we doing um, concerts with these talented individuals, uh, you know, fashion shows? What, what kind of events are we planning 
You know, I'm saying we because I might be. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> what kind of events are you planning? The, um, I haven't thought like way, way far ahead, but mm-hmm. the very first thing that I'm planning, um, I used to work at this place. Um, it was a residential treatment center. So it's basically girls that were in CPS custody or they were in juvie mm. and they bring them to these treatment centers. And it's really, it's almost like they're locked up. I mean, mm. they are mm. locked up, mm-hmm. you know, and one time when I was there, I organized a, it was a hip hop hope concert. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had the guys come in, they performed, they shared their stories with the girls. And, like, literally, it was the best thing that ever happened to those girls. Like, because they've been locked up for so long, and they don't have right, anything, right, right, you know? Right. And it, to see, like, a whole concert, like, with the lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the live DJ and everything, and they loved it. And when they shared their stories, they connected with those girls, like, you wouldn't even believe, you know? Yeah. And so I wanted to... Um, for Diva Demeanor, I did want to go back, mm-hmm. you know, um, even though I don't work there anymore, I talked to him about going back. And so the first event I wanted to have, um, I have one of my friends, she plays basketball mm-hmm. and I wanted her to do like a small basketball workshop. Like, you know, you do some stuff with the girls and also just share with them a little bit about you, a mm-hmm. little bit about your story. You don't have to preach to them. You ain't got to do all that, mm-hmm. but just really share with them, you know, who you are. and everything. Do a little seed kind of planting. Exactly. We call just it planting some seeds. Okay. <laughs> Drop it a little bit. And mm-hmm. I also have a friend, um, she's a hip hop dancer and I want to her do like a little dance workshop with mm-hmm. the girls and also like I said like through that share your story share what you've been through or whatever and I was going to do a dance fitness class and at the end I also wanted to bring another like hip hop hope style mm-hmm. works, um, concert out there mm-hmm. you know and do that and so I wanted to do kind of a tour like go to different juvenile detention centers go to um, different residential treatment centers go to the places where these girls really really need to see something like right, that right, right. and then bring it there that sounds excellent. Yeah, I mean, ain't, ain't no, ain't no preaching to the choir and nothing going on. So, you know, not. I'm always with that. <laughs> Go to uh, positive. Yeah, definitely yeah. positive. Um, how long have you been working in in the community with these kids? You know, like different jobs, but how long have you been? You know. Working mm-hmm. like this. Well, ever since I gra- I graduated in 2012, mm-hmm. um, and right when I got out, I was like, man, because I wanted to get back to Houston so bad, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, man, I want to do something because I, you know, when when I was studying in school, it was like we have these problems in the communities, and we have this going on, this going on, and you're reading about it, doing projects about it. What I'm was like, your major? My major was sociology. Okay. And my mm-hmm. minor was human services. So I took a lot of like criminal justice counseling and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So everything, they were talking about all these issues that's going on. I'm like, well, can we go do something about it? Like, mm-hmm. why are we just sitting here talking about it? And so I was really ready to get back to Houston. And like right when I got back, it might have been that same year, maybe 2013 is when I started. Um, I met Trey Nine and I started working with Hip Hop Hope and doing all that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Let me do the math, man. I'm not the greatest mathematician since she didn't want to just give me years. years. Three years, I guess. Is it one yet? No, I'm joking. Three, so three years (laughs) going on four. Yeah. Okay. It seems like, you know, longer than that, but. It, guess, I mean, even yeah. when I was on campus, I guess you could say I I started there, like Mm, walking programs and doing stuff like that. Okay. So uh, let's give us, give us a, give us a hot 10. Artists that you listen to now. I mean, it don't even. It don't have to be rap. It could be whatever. It could be R and B, soul. 10? Give us a hot ten. Really, you can stop when you want to stop. I just okay. can just put a number up. Because it might not be ten. Well, I love Snow the product. Why you know do you I mean? like her? She can't rap. I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. Don't even <laughs> I'll this place up. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Snow the product. Okay. I love Snow the product because first of all, I just love her music and I love what she stands for. You know, like she's a chick out there and like she's not selling. She's not. Black. She's not You're right. She's so, not. <laughs> but, you know, and, like, she really, I mean, she be killing it, and she's mm. not, like, selling out. And, you know, she mm. really has built, like, a whole empire, mm. you know, just all on her own, and I really respect that. I love Kaylani. Mm. Y'all know her? 
The suicide chick, yeah. Don't, yeah. don't even say that. Yeah, she was about to kill herself over well, cheating on a man. Talk to um, Kyrie. Kyrie in a yeah. party. That's how y'all know her? Yeah, that's how. Oh, I knew her. I knew her. I knew her. I knew her music, <laughs> no, but I'm now not, she's not. the suicide chick. Like, oh, well, you know, sometimes it happens. You know, <laughs> it it, it, yeah. it overpowered her talent, but she's mm-hmm. definitely talent. Got I style and everything. All them damn tattoos, but it's all good. Y'all like all that. I like everything, but it keep going. <laughs> what else? Who? Who else? Um, right now, I'm trying to see that because those are like the main two that I'm for real. To. Your main two is Snow and I Kilani. know. Like I love them. Mm, okay. And like, I mean, if you want to go back, like my all time favorite is Aaliyah, of course. Mm. Oh, she didn't even say ah. She said ah. Well, yeah. you gotta say it right. Okay. Yeah, you a big fan. <laughs> I be like, yeah, Aaliyah was dope, <laughs> man. <laughs> she was doing her thing. Yeah. Okay, Aaliyah. See, that's damn near why I can't see the right eye. You trying to pull the the natural Aaliyah. Okay. <laughs> okay, so Aaliyah is your all-time favorite. Um, mm-hmm. And you did say why you like Snow, because I was going to ask you, um, how does this this music make you feel? Like, what, mm-hmm. what, what sort of emotions does it bring out of you? It's almost like, I, I hate using the word empowering, because it sounds mm-hmm. like a conference, like a women's conference or something. But, I mean, yeah. that's really what it is. Like, she brings that out of you. It's like you can just be yourself and like you're powerful. And I mean, you can just, you don't have to sell out to make it. Like hmm. whatever it is, even if it's not rapping, if it's not dancing or whatever it is. It's I, like, I need two bars. I need two snow. Oh, no, no, you no. You can't give me two snow bars. <laughs> I like you, can't, you don't have to rap them. You could just, you could just no. talk them. Just talk me two <laughs> bars that just, when you hit them bars, it's like shit every time. Every uh, time, no, 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 really no, 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 ball your fist up bars. You hear you? <laughs> None of that. Snow. I saw her on a uh, Be Real episode. Be Real got that uh, what it's called a smoke box where he be in the car and they just be smoking weed uh-huh. and just and she was just was she freestyling away. Nah, she was just smoking a lot of weed, <laughs> talking a lot of shit. You know, she was yeah, you know, and these men and she was on. She was. I think Jasmine's becoming a feminist. I think Jasmine oh, is becoming a feminist. Is it what it is? I think, I think that's what it is. <laughs> I'm joking, but she definitely was on that interview. She was mm-hmm. talking like heavily about being a woman and not having to show her, you know, show her body and mm-hmm. use her sexuality to like really be a, a star. Yeah. Now, I didn't know she was as big as being, you know, someone's favorite rapper, not trying to be funny or anything, mm-hmm. but I didn't know that. You know, I, I was introduced to her with the. And she was on Snoop Dogg's uh, thing, too, oh, yeah, smoking I weed. So mm-hmm. I, I just thought she was a weed, cool-ass. Yeah, she looked Mexican. She, is she Mexican? Mexican? Yeah, yeah. just cool-ass, Mexican smoking and just cool, you know. So I like her vibes, you know. And Kelani, I like her vibes, too. She has more, an artistic um, side to her. But damn, don't don't say you're going to kill yourself because you got put on blast. That's, that's, that's a that little too far. That was a tough far. situation. So how does your upbringing, you know, uh, family life, you know, uh, it could be immediate family, mom and dad, or it could just be family as a whole. How, do, how did that impact you on your decisions that you chose to make with um, your life thus far? Um, or did it even impact you? Do you feel like it's a more of a, a self-discovered self, uh, route? Or do you I feel like your is. family kind of had it? I think it was a self-discovered thing. So family don't have shit to do with what you're doing. My mm. bad, y'all, but not. <laughs> I can understand. Okay, so so what brought you? What brought you to this 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 realization that you wanted to devote your life? Like even the sociology major, mm-hmm. like what what in your mind, what in the world, 
you know, mm-hmm. made you choose to go that down that path? Well, first of all, when I first got to college, I was a business major. Mm-hmm. And then I took the first business math class and I was like, I'm, too I'm, much. I would drop out of school. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, mm. I can't I do be. this. And plus, I took sociology as an elective that mm-hmm. semester. And then we were learning about the community. We were learning about people. And that's what I really, really like enjoyed. Because like what? The reason I was a business major, I I thought I wanted to open up my own business, like kind of a YMCA, Boys and Girls mm-hmm. Club type thing, because mm-hmm. um, I just really wanted to impact the youth in some kind of way. And I don't even know. You don't want to do that no more? No, I still do. I, still, I mean, okay. I do it. I just don't have my own. Okay. You, know. you just went the business route of thinking yeah, like I that. Yeah, I was like, yeah, to open up your own business, you need to make yeah. your business. But like the numbers and the paperwork, like I was just like not interested at all. Mm-hmm. But I really wanted to learn about the people. And, like, what made them do what they do and, like, learn about the community. And so that's why I did that. Mm-hmm. And uh, correct me if I'm mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, hip-hop is hope. I mean, hip-hop is hip-hop hope. hope. What the hell is wrong with me? <laughs> hip-hop that's hope. That's one, yeah. Hip-hop yeah. hope is more so, uh, yeah. it's, a, it's definitely a Christian-based mm-hmm. organization. It is. Okay, so at what point is, was, was it deep in your childhood or high school or college? When did you begin to choose to make your faith a part of just your general work in life? A lifestyle. Yeah, it was in college. Um, I didn't grow up in the church. I wasn't that kid that was always in church. My family didn't always take me. I mean, we would go like maybe Christmas, Easter. When know. I saw her first solo, she was five. I don't believe that shit. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I was never in there. And so like um, when I got to college, that's when I gave my life to Christ. Like it was, I was on my way to the club and then I just, something just told me like, hey, open your Bible. I was mm. like, I don't even know what my body wait, wait, wait. is. Some told you to just it open was like, it. It was a gut feeling. It was Oof. weird. I had never felt it before. Man. And I'm just like, I'm dressed. I'm getting ready to go out. Like, nah. And so I opened it up. And like, at that moment, that's like when I really, you know. Figured it out. Yeah. It's just like, it's like the blinds. It's like went off of my eyes, you know. And so at that point, that's when, you know, I really got serious. I started like praying a lot. I started, you know, reading. I trying to discover God for myself because I had never read the Bible. I knew mm. like John three sixteen, you know, mm. stuff like that. Um, but, you know, that's when I really started to discover God for myself. And it's like he just started to change me from the inside out. Yeah. And that's where the desire came from. Like, hey, I really want to go into my community. I really want to make a difference. I really want to do this. You know, that's where it came from. It wasn't me. Okay. <laughs> it was up to me. I don't know what I'll be doing. <laughs> are you Are you more of a... With with diva demeanor thus uh-huh. far and your history with hip hop hope, are you more of a, a motivational speaker uh, as far as public wise? You know, like at these events, you have the microphone, you're doing some motivation to the kids. Are you more of a mm-hmm. behind the scenes work one on one or in groups? type of worker with these kids as far as impact? I'm definitely not the motivational speaker type mm-hmm. person. I mean, when I the first time I ever went to Hip Hop Hope, Trey Nine gave me the mic and was like, I want you to tell your testimony because I want mm-hmm. these girls to hear what you got to say because mm-hmm. there's never any women out here. Mm-hmm. And that was like the only time I you know, really had the mic because I really don't like that. Yeah. But like one-on-one type stuff, I love that. I love like just, you know, chilling with the kids and, you know, just building relationships, like mm-hmm. pure relationships. Slap boxing with them. And sh- yeah, I know. <laughs> I know how they go. Exactly. And then like when it really comes down to when they really need to talk to you, they will because you already have that relationship with them so I like doing stuff like that yeah unless you lame if you lame they never gonna open up (laughs) you know you know how it is so they trust you so they open up you know okay what I wanna know is what's the biggest impact you've made 
in a group or an individual's life thus far in your mind, you know, because you can never know who you really impacted the most. Some of them might suppress that, but. Yeah, I really don't know because, mm-hmm. I mean, I've been in so many different places, like with the residential treatment center, with, you know, hip hop hope and everything. But one story that really comes to my mind, um, Pyrex, he's um, another mm-hmm. hip hop artist. Um, I went to Mississippi with him. Like It was a whole bunch of us. We went mm-hmm. out there. He had a show out there. And so we went, we were walking in, and, you know, when you're an artist, I guess, you just kind of, I guess he was focused on, okay, I got to get to the DJ, I got to give him my music, whatever. But I was, like, looking around, and it was this little girl. I think she was, like, in middle school or high school at the time. And she saw him, and she was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. You know, and she was, like, freaking out. And I saw that. He didn't see that because, you know, he's so focused. And so I called her over. I said, hey, you know, come over here. And so she was like, me? Like, really? You know, and so when you're with In Mississippi. Artist, in Mississippi. <laughs> and so, um, like, when you're with the artist, I guess, like, that's that girl's favorite rapper. And so when she sees me with him, she's like, oh, she's so cool. I yeah. want to know her. You know, and she thought it was so cool just to be chilling with us. And so while he was on stage performing and, like, she just was with us the whole time, like, I got to talk to her. And I got to, you know, she was going through a lot. And it was, like, the same kind of stuff I was going through. Around what, what age was she? I think she was, like, high school. It had to be, like... Eighth grade, ninth grade, something okay. like that. And yeah. so, like, the same stuff she Ain't was no going telling through what she'd been through at that, you know. I'm Especially saying. in Mississippi. Anything. There's a lot of poverty out there. Incest. 